Hey there, American Farmsteaders. This is Jenny with the Gramstead Family Farm. And Donna with Hazel Bell Farm. We are two American farmsteaders doing our best to grow our own food, share our homesteading experiences in hopes that you would grow a little bit of food of your own. Yeah, just two gals holding down the fort, (laughs) right? That's right. (laughs) That's pretty much how it goes. That's right. So um, we are in Northeast Florida. We each have a little small farm that we produce food on and... um, we are in what is supposed to be fake spring. Right. But it feels like real spring. It feels like real spring. And it's very it's very tricky and it's very tempting to put stuff in the ground. But we are not quite there yet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to convince me to not put stuff in the ground. I know. Everything's starting to look nice and green outside. Mm-hmm. Everything's starting to grow. But luckily... I do have the fact that I'm still waiting for stuff to go to seed. Yeah. So I can save seeds. So that's kind of holding me off too. I'm like, no, I don't want to rip everything out just yet. Like I really want to wait on some seeds. So I have some lettuces I'm waiting on to go to seed. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. What else? Oh, green onions. Nothing exciting. (laughs) Right. But I do have some, some flowers on those I'm waiting to gather seed from. Yeah. 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 I mean, you might as well. Sure. So that's keeping it at bay a little bit for me. So that's good. Yeah, um, not me. I have green beans in the ground. I have when I see the tomatoes volunteering, I'm like all in. Yeah, and that's hard. I know. And like the summer flowers, the zinnias. Yes. Um, Purslane. Uh, here's okay. This week we're talking about what's going on in our farms. Right? Yeah. Okay. So here's something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just want to encourage you guys to be wise with what you put into your gardens and don't just get excited if you have new garden beds to just fill it with anything because it's a blank slate. Um, I'm super guilty of that and sometimes it's great. Like two years ago, I put sugar pie pumpkins in a bed just because it was ready. Right. Brand new garden bed. Right. Brand new compost. Can't leave it empty. Can't leave it empty. July, I'm going to grow pumpkins. And by golly, I did. And they were great. Like, it was a fluke. It was like my first year garden broccoli. (laughs) You know, it just was a crazy fluke. But um, it doesn't always go that way. So last year, I had some other new blank. It's like a blank canvas. And it can't be left blank. You know, you just get so excited. And I put a mint plant in one bed. Has thoroughly taken over an entire eight by four bed. Yeah. So I've been ripping that out and I'm never going to rip it all out. It, there's just no way. No. There's no way. Um, purslane, I let, oh, there's a wild purslane that came in and it's edible and I'm not growing anything else in this bed. Uh-huh. So I let it grow last fall. Uh-huh. It went to seed. Uh-huh. It is Everywhere. Oh no! It is everywhere. Thankfully, I've caught it while it's small, and that scuffle hoe does a pretty easy, good yeah. job of it. But um, that's <clears throat> when that stuff comes up. I'm like, it's it's summer, baby. Right. It's time, <laughs> it and it's not. It's not. So yeah, I'm pulling out purslane, pulling out mint. I did. There was another thing I wanted to tell you. Don't let this. Oh, Mexican sunflower. Okay. Not the annual, or I'm sorry, not the perennial one that's the tall yellow flower. Okay. But the red one, I think I can use some seeds. Yeah. It's great 
It's beautiful. It comes back. It seeds itself to come back year after year. It needs no attention. However, don't let it come up in your garden. Like it was another thing last fall. Oh, look, that seeded itself. There's one plant volunteer and I let it go. Well, that one plant when nothing else was growing that I let go, um, I don't know how many hundreds of flowers it made that then died back right. and left little pokey seed balls all over my garden. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. They're horrible. <laughs> they are everywhere. And, I, I mean, like, it's a testament to how true and hardy they are that, like, that's why I like them. Yeah. The pollinators like them. The cows like them. Um, and I will be planting them around the property and even on the outside of the garden, but... Not in the garden. Don't let them volunteer in the garden, no. Well, I'm glad you told me that because mm-hmm. I probably would have been putting them in the garden. Yeah. I know? mean, they're gorgeous and they grow big and bushy and take up a lot of space if you have an, like an empty hole, you know? Yeah. But, um, no, don't, don't make my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing? Uh, we've had a lot going on here. Um, I have been pulling carrots out of the garden. Yeah. Yes. Pulling carrots out like crazy and getting Mm -hmm. those put up, not canning them though, Mm because we've decided we don't like canned carrots. So I've just been vacuum, vacuum sealing them Mm -hmm. and putting them in the fridge. Although I thought after I put them in the fridge, like, do I even have to put these in the fridge? Like, I feel like I could probably put them up on the shelf vacuum seal I don't know I think I don't think so no you don't think so I mean try it but I wouldn't try all of them no I think they'll spoil I think they'll go bad yeah and get soft yeah I would freeze them okay yeah they're in my fridge for now I still have more carrots to go out there but I ran out of vacuum seal bags so I quit pulling them you don't keep your cold room cold all the time running do you No. that would be a perfect place for them yeah yeah, no, I only run that when we need to because that runs on like an AC unit. Right. And, and we notice our electric bill go up when we run it for a long time. I'm sure. So, um, so yeah, I've just been pulling stuff out of the garden, um, getting ready to make room for the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my potatoes put in, though. Yeah. And those came up. They look great. Yeah. So, I, I have... I'm I'm very hopeful about my potatoes this year. I'm convinced I'm going to get some potatoes. I have a ton of potato plants this year that all look great. Yeah. I did just find my first potato beetle, though. Oh. I know. Already. It's early for that. It's been so warm, though. I know. I mean, we haven't had, we haven't even had frost at my house since we had mm. the Christmas freeze. Mm. So, it, I mean, yeah, it's been cold, but it hasn't Dang. been cold enough. Yeah, it's too early for all that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of work in the garden. Weeding. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Weeding like crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. what I spent my morning doing. Yeah. And I'm not done. Um, we. But are you ever done? No, you're never done weeding. Yeah. Never. I'm trying to work those things into, like, a system. Yeah. Like, a weekly weeding day. Yeah. A weekly, I I know I'm going to need to fertilize. Yep. What day am I going to do that, you know? Yeah, I did that a couple of years ago. Last year I didn't do that, but last year was a bust. Um, But the year before that I did. I had like a weeding day. I had a foliar spray day. Yeah. You know, and that worked out good. Yeah. You know. And you know when it is. You know what you're doing that day. Yep. That's a good idea. Yeah. 
lots of weeding happening. I'm starting all the seeds. Yes. What about you? I started some more seeds. I started some dill and some cucumbers. I never start my cucumbers inside, so mm -hmm. um, I figured, well, I'll just try it, you know, maybe hopefully get a jump on them. So um, still working on my sweet potato slips. Yeah, me Those too. are looking good. I've got a bunch. Yeah. That's exciting. So that'll be good. Um, we, the big news around here though, is we processed two lambs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and that went so good. Lambs are so easy to process. Right. They really are. They're easier than pigs. Um, they're easy to skin. The cuts and everything are easy yes. to make. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, Tori. Um, and the first time we processed a lamb, he had a Sawzall that he used. Mm -hmm. um, and that broke. Oh. <laughs> so we didn't have that this time. So we just had a, just a bone saw and um, a couple of good sharp knives. And the cuts came out great. Cool. Um, we ended up with, because um, we did the lamb experiment. Right. So I think you'd mentioned it last week. Did we? Okay. I, I think so. I don't remember. Um, and... That one that was not castrated, he was way beefier. Right. Yeah. We got better steaks out of him. Cool. Yeah. So um, we ended up with about 55 pounds of of meat off of both of them, like combined. Excellent. So total. Um, so yeah, I thought that was pretty good. That's awesome. And um, I was able to start on my sheepskin. I was just saying, you're working on a rug, yes, right? I'm working on a bathroom rug, and I'll have to take you out and show it to you Definitely. because it is turning out amazing. Awesome. Um, I'm sitting on the fence about um, washing it one more time. I feel like I want to wash it one more time, but I already brushed it. So, Have you done one before, a sheep? No, I've never done a sheepskin. I didn't think so. No. I'm, is it easier than the cow? Oh, way easier okay. than the cow. And it's a thicker skin than the bobcat hide that I did. And so it didn't tear as easy as the bobcat hide did. So I was still able to use like the power tools on it. Right. Um, whereas I couldn't really do that with the bobcat hide. But huh. um, so it's coming out really good. I'm floored at how clean it it already is, but yeah. I just, I feel like I want to wash it one more time. Very cool. So I can't wait to see it. It's almost at the point where, like if I wasn't going to wash it one more time, I would probably go ahead and just put the tanning solution on it and mm -hmm. call it done. Mm -hmm. So. Awesome. I'm super, I'm super excited about this bathroom rug. I saw somebody had a black Katahdin sheet for sale, mm -hmm. a U, and I thought, mm hmm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because that would make a nice rug. But, you know, breed yeah. her and hopefully get some black colored yeah. babies for future rugs. I thought, I thought about you. It's, uh -huh. like, mm. it's not in my budget right now. Uh -huh. But, and I mean, time wise, I haven't spent a ton of time finishing out that rug. I oh. mean, I've got maybe. I don't know, maybe three solid hours into it. Wow. So it's been fast. Okay. So you salt it immediately. Yes. So we took more time skinning this one because 
that is a big time saver. If you take your time skinning it and really pay attention to what you're doing mm -hmm. and really try to leave all of that flesh on the carcass, mm -hmm. um, it really saves you a bunch of time in the long run. So um, we really took our time skinning this one. And um, <clears throat> as soon as we got it off of there, any flesh that was left on there, I went ahead and took that off. And then we salted it. Mm -hmm. um, super heavy. I salted it and then folded it up, checked on it the next day, and like all the salt was gone. Oh, wow. And so I put a second round of salt on it, even heavier. And that sat for, I don't know, maybe maybe a week, a little less than a week, maybe. In the cooler? Yep, in the walk-in cooler. Okay. Which is super nice because... You don't have to, like, rush through the project if you have a walk-in cooler. Right. Like, if we didn't have that, like, you would really have to, like, finish it out right. pretty quick or it would rot. So, um, got it salted. After you salt it, you wash it. Mm -hmm. And so, I just stuck it in the wheelbarrow with some Dawn dish detergent and some borax. Oh. And just agitated it around and... That's it. That's it. I did that twice, and you would not believe how how much cleaner it looks. Does like, a lot of the lanolin come out of the wool, the hair side? Or is it... Because you know how, like, with their winter coat, these sheep are, like... It's, like, matty almost. Um, yeah. Clumpy, sticky. Yeah. All of that is brushed out. Okay. It's, it doesn't have any dreads on it anymore okay. at all. Like, it is... Fluffy I can't is wait all to get see. out. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, I don't know how practical it's going to be. Like, will you really step on it when you get out of the shower and you're still dripping wet? <laughs> I probably won't put it in front of my shower. I'll probably put it in front of my bathtub yeah. because the bathtub just doesn't get used as much as the shower. So and it'll be more decor. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, um, I think I'm going to continue making them. I, I somebody requested one. I've yeah. had yeah, I've had one request. If somebody said me next, I want one. You have a young lamb that was recently born out there. It's one of your bottle babies that yes. has all the spots mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. You're already thinking, aren't you? Yes, and the <laughs> black one too. I have yeah. a black lamb yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you gonna make a fine rug? I'd pay good money <laughs> for that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, so that's been the big project around here. Um, other than that, um, Hershey's still healing up. Is she getting better? Yeah, she's getting better. She ran for feed the other day, so mm -hmm. that was really good. That's the first time I've seen her run since it happened. Mm -hmm. um, but yesterday, um, I was on the back porch and... You know what it sounds like when a cow tries to go through a barbed wire fence, how the wire sounds. Mm -hmm. Like if you, it, it just does this vibration thing and you can hear it. Right. And I was on the back porch yesterday and I heard that sound and oh. I was like, <gasps> like my heart dropped and I ran around there and Hershey was at the fence with the bull again. I pulled out my calendar. She's on day 22 of her cycle. She's in heat. She's in heat. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, crap. So, um, we managed to get the bull back over here by the catch pen and shut that gate. So oh, they're good. not on the fence line anymore. Good. And that was yesterday. So she should yesterday. be settled down today. Yeah. Wow. 
I'm sorry for you. Yeah. So she's healing up good, though. I think she's going to be all right. She still won't let me touch her. Mm. Just tender. You, well, and the last time you touched her, it was for shots and all that. Yes. They do not forget. Yes. <laughs> they yeah. don't forget. Um, I meant to tell you, I thought of this later after you showed me the pictures of her, uh-huh. um, that it looks like there's a broken bone, like a chunk of bone mm-hmm. in her shoulder mm-hmm. that um, I recently, or was somewhat recently, in the last year, I saw this video of, um, apparently this happens pretty frequently with dairy cows because they are so bony and hippie. Those hip bones stick out, you know, that the tops of them, if they hit it just right, will come off staying under the skin, but it's very clearly like the top of the bone is broken off and that they are fine. They can live just fine that way. Okay. The only time it becomes a problem is, um, you know, if you're going to do a life cover for, um, to have them bred and that at that point they may not be able to hold the weight of the bull, but for the most part they're fine. And, and I'm like, I, I would completely freak out if I walked out one day and one of my cows had a visible broken hip that right. like under the skin, the <laughs> yes. top of that bone is like shifted a, like a foot down on, on its side. It's, it's so bizarre looking if you ever, I mean, I'm sure you can Google photos of it, Yeah, but apparently like people, on some of the cow pages who work at dairies say, yeah, it happens. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm so afraid of it because when my cows come into the milk stanchion, there's a post there at the gate, right? Yeah. I mean, there has to be for there to be a gate. Right. Um, but there's a, there's a four by four post that runs ceiling to floor. And when they come around to come, to come through that gate, they're coming quick. They know there's feed in there. They want to be milked. Right. And they hit, they clip it all the time coming around the corner. So it, it does scare me, but, um, I meant to tell you all that to say, um, she may be fine with that broken bone in her shoulder. I don't know. Yeah. Now the shoulder is different though, because cows carry all their weight in their shoulders. Right. So I don't know. It's interesting though. Yeah. She might be fine. Yeah. So I'm just going to try to keep her away from all the bulls. Mm-hmm. for a couple of months mm-hmm. is the goal. And just see what happens with her. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's really all we can do. Although I did think, you know, I do need to do that well visit with the vet. And I thought yeah. that might be a good opportunity <clears throat> for, you know, if I have them come out and do a well check. Yeah. Hey, look at this while you're here. Yeah. We're doing that too. That's another one of the things I want to talk about is to encourage you guys to do a herd health check or just an overall farm check. Yeah. Um, get your goats seen, get your sheep seen, even if you just have the smaller animals like that, so that if you do have an emergency, your goat will be available to you, or did I say your goat? Your goat. Your, <laughs> your vet will be available to you. Um, and the reason for that, I say that it is more important now than ever is because there are, um, several medications that are going prescription only that we normally have been able to buy at our feed stores or our tractor supplies. Right. Um, things, any, any of the antibiotics, um, today is all being pulled off the shelf. You have to have a prescription for it as of March something. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then in July, I think it's July this year, um, other medications you're going to have to have a prescription for like ivermectin is one, um, certain anti parasitics. It's ridiculous. The vets don't like it any more than we like it. Right. Um, But it it is, it is what has happened. It is where we are. So 
get, get your farm seen if you haven't in the last year and make sure that if you need some medicine, yeah, your, your vet will be able to get it to you. And make sure it's not a year and two months. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because that's what happened to me. And legit, the vet would not come out. Yeah. Because I was two months overdue. Yeah. It's horrible. So. It's a horrible situation. Um, we are, we have the vet coming. I think he's coming in three weeks. Yeah. It'll be right before um, Dolly. Our Dolly <gasps> is due in four weeks now. That's so exciting. So, yes. And um, she's. What is she bred to again? She's bred to an Angus. Okay. Which, um, you know, notoriously throws low birth weight babies. Um, but this particular bloodline of Angus is, his name is Ripper, the mm-hmm. Ripper Bull. And he has smaller babies that grow really fast. Okay. So Holsteins are big. Mm-hmm. He's big. I got a little concerned. She's enormous. Is she? She's so big. <laughs> I got a little worried and was like, let me and just check. And she still has four weeks she to go. She still has four weeks to go. Okay. And she's on no grain. Yeah. So, like, she's just, she's big. So I'm hoping for a heifer. I always, like, it'll be a beef calf, but... So I always say, like, the beef, I'm hoping for bulls that we can steer and raise for beef. Um, I'm hoping for a heifer, though, this time, just because um, they generally are born smaller than bulls. And um, she should be fine. She's a big girl. She has a nice big pelvis. She should be fine. But um, March, we're in March now, and March is when last year was the last time I had a vet at the farm for an overall visit. I had a vet since then, but for for an overall, like... (laughs) Hey, we're in good standing, right? Right. <laughs> you know? So I went ahead and made that appointment. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a really excellent idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have that happening. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited to milk again. I mm-hmm. needed the break so badly. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like bored. Right. With my mornings. I go out, I check her, her little udders developing. Um, she's showing some other nastier signs but yeah she's doing good nice moving right along very nice um well on the topic of pruning Mm -hmm. I did some farm pruning yeah just the other day yes I did what'd you do I um on a whim the other day I was like you know what I'm posting the boar for sale getting him out of here good and I did I saw it posted did you sell him Sold them. Sweet. Within a couple of hours. Wow. And, and I mean, I put on there, like, this boar is not servicing our farm well. Right. Like, he's got to go. Right. Um, I sold him super cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy was, he didn't ask any questions. I delivered it to him. He was somebody right here in town. Cool. And, um, yeah, so it was like I posted them, loaded them, out of here. Nice. <laughs> All in a day. Are you going to get a new boar? No, I'm not. Are you going to keep these girls? What do you, what's happening with them? Well, um, the pink one, she was always supposed to be for butcher. Right. And I don't have any pork in the freezer right now. So mm-hmm. um, we'll probably just go ahead and butcher her. Mm-hmm. And um, Big Mama, I don't know what I'm going to do with Big Mama. I really sit on the fence about it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, consider what are your options? I mean, we could put her in the freezer mm-hmm. and have a ton of pork. You could sell some. Um, yeah. You could sell some pork. Yep. Um, I could 
sell her outright Mm -hmm. as a breeder, you know, but if I sell her, I would want her to go to a, you know, somebody who's going to breed her. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want her to go to the freeze, anybody else's freezer. Mm -hmm. She goes to the freezer. It's my freezer. Right. Right. You know, wishful thinking. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with her. I thought maybe I should just AI her. Oh. And not even mess with a boar. You know, because we said that we wanted to sell some piglets. But Mm -hmm. another thing, too, is um, they keep getting out. Oh. You know. Horrible. And, well, that's what got me posting the boar. He Mm -hmm. got out, like, three times in a week. And Right. I was done, you know, (laughs) done fixing the fence. And I went out there this morning to feed Big Mama and the other one. And they had a whole post pulled up out of the ground. They're probably going to get out at some point today. I'm sure of it. Mm. So their pig pen is so big, you know, I could really use that for cows. Mm -hmm. I could use that as a feed out pen Mm -hmm. or a weaning pen and not have to build another weaning pen or feed out pen like I was planning on doing. Right. Hmm. So I still have some decisions to make there, but uh, I'm glad the boar is out of here. Do you know somebody who AIs pigs? No. No. Mm -mm. I don't either. No. I've watched a couple videos on it. There's a couple of farms on YouTube um, that... That's all they ever do. Right. And it looks super simple. Yeah. You know? I think the biggest thing is, um, like, getting started, like anything. But, like, you know, just like we infrastructure is so important to start your farm. Like, yeah. the setup. Yeah. So, like, you have to have a semen tank. You have to keep it charged. You have, and then where do you order straws from? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Well, and I've, I've actually looked at, um, I can't remember where this, where these people were at. I've actually looked at semen straws before for Mm -hmm. the pigs. Mm -hmm. So, um, it doesn't seem like it would be a big deal. Right. Yeah. The, um, my, my whole thing, like, I think it'd be cool. I really want to learn it on cows. But, um, and I think pigs, I think is probably easier to learn. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to keep a tank charged and order straws. When you order straws, it's so expensive. Like the shipping is expensive. That's why I like having somebody else who can do it for me. And he, so like when he's ordering straws already, he will ask, Hey, is there anything you want? You know, or, Hey, I'm going to order this. Do you want any of them? I get a discount if we order multiple kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that. So I can't remember what the process was, but I don't recall anybody ever saying anything about a tank for how doing do you, pigs. How do you keep the semen then? I think it comes frozen. Just like to put in a freezer? Uh-huh. Huh. I think it comes frozen. I thought, and then you thaw it in the fridge. I thought, okay, I think that's different. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, like, seriously, the stuff that I've looked at, you know, the videos that I've watched on it, it, they just make it look like no big deal. Right. It's interesting. The difference is interesting to me when I, you know, for what, with the little that I do know with cows. Yeah. I mean, like you're reaching all the way in for a cow. You're feeling their reproductive tract. Like really? Oh yeah, you got to reach in through the rectum. Yeah. Wow. It's 
it's so very different. You're not doing that with a pig. No, pigs are <laughs> done with like a, a long tube. Right. Well, the cows are too. Okay. That goes in vaginally, but you go in through the rectum and you have to like, you have to feel that way. Okay. Because the way a cow's anatomy is, it's, you know, it's so close right. that you can feel through the colon, you can feel the uterus and all of that. So. Crazy. It is. That's it, crazy. It is. So different. <laughs> well, you could do that. Yeah, you could, I could. I don't know what I'm going to do. You could skill up your farm there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then I still have the dang fence issue. And, you know, yeah. here's the thing with pigs. Like, once they've figured out the fence, mm-hmm. they just destroy it. Right. They destroy it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really going to come down to redoing that fence, mm-hmm. which if I use it for a feed-out pen for cows, I would have to redo the fence anyway. Mm. So... I don't know. Yeah. We're getting ready to say goodbye to our pigs, too. Ours are show pigs. So, yeah. The fair is at the end of the month, and they will be gone. Mm-hmm. So. It's always good to see the pigs go, but I always miss them once yeah. I haven't had a pig for a while. Yeah. And these pigs, like, we're interacting with them because yeah. we, like, Austin has to walk him. Yeah. And so um, they're personable. Yeah. They're, we're, we're going to definitely miss having them. They're funny. But, um, and, the, and they interact with the other animals. Like when we let them out, they play with the sheep and play with the calves. And it's really funny. The dog. Right. So we will miss them. But it, it, it'll make me, I told Eric, I'm like, I have really enjoyed having these pigs. Yeah. He's like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. Pigs are fun. They can, they can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Sometimes they're a pain. But as they long can, as they're not getting out. They're getting out is the issue. Yeah. Now, feeding them has been a bear. Feeding them is expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very. Very much so. Yeah, so... And that was another reason why we had to get rid of that boar. Like, he, you are not doing your job. I'm tired of feeding mm-hmm. you. You've got to go. Mm-hmm. So I really hope it works out okay for the people that bought him. Because at, when I delivered the pig over there... Um, they weren't really set up. They weren't. They weren't really ready. Uh oh. <laughs> but they went for it. <laughs> oh well. And I mean, so, we've done that too. Oh yeah. I mean, I've done it too. Gotten animals before you're, you know, completely ready for them, and you know, sometimes it goes okay, and sometimes it doesn't. Mm. But I, I came home and told Tori. I said, I have a feeling these folks are about to get a lesson in pigs. <laughs> Don't answer your phone when they're caught not kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, so I hope it goes well for them. Yeah, because it's not like you delivered a piglet. Nope. 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 Hmm. So. I'm pruning, too. I am getting ready. I almost did exactly the same thing with a steer. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like this particular steer. I never have liked him. Mm-hmm. I did not want to keep him. And right now, his two choices are veal for my freezer, which is not off the table. That's what I was going to say, because then you could have his hide. And it's pretty. It is pretty. It's that brindle one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's got a little flashy chrome on the, his backside, too. Yeah. Um, so that, or I'm going to sell him. And either way, like, I wouldn't care either way. I don't have enough beef to get us through, I don't think, until... We're ready to put beef in the freezer again, mm-hmm. I don't think. 
um, which is kind of, you know, kicking myself now because we went through this, hey, we have all this beef for sale. Right. And now, like, we still have beef. It's not like we have run out, but we've run out of the best parts. So, yeah, <laughs> that kind of stinks. <laughs> so every day I go out to feed these two steers and they're in a pen because they can jump a fence. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not allowed. So I have to keep them in the pen for now. And they have a feeder. Like we are feeding them in a, um, it doesn't matter. It's like a big pan, but it's tied to a rope, which is tied to the fence. So I have to get but through the fence and then the corral panels that are butted up to the fence to right. keep them in. Well, okay. So I'm reaching my hands through the two by four wire every day. My watch gets caught every day. <laughs> they keep pooping in their pan. It's driving <gasps> me crazy. How old is that steer? He was born in July. Okay. So we're in okay. March, April, May, June, July. So he's eight months. Yeah. He's, I mean, he'll make great beef, I'm sure. It's just a long grow out, and it's it's not, he's not real bulky. Yeah. Like, he's in there with a Charlay steer. Right. Who's very bulky. Yeah. You know, and when you see him side by side, it's like, what's wrong with him? Nothing's really wrong with him. He's long in the back. His, he's um, sired by a longhorn, and, you know, they're long-bodied. His mama's a jersey, so, like, they don't put a lot of fat on. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks great. He looks fine. He's just not a fast, beefy grow out to sell beef. Right. So I, mean, I really never wanted to keep him. Right. I mean, you're probably looking at like two, two and a half years mm-hmm. old before he's... Yeah. Meanwhile, we let him keep his horns because that was exciting <laughs> for my boys who don't do anything with this guy, you know. They, they wanted to keep the skull one day. I wanted to keep his hide for one day. And together... We're feeding this stupid steer that I hate. You know, he might be a good, um, you know, a good candidate to butcher because then we could learn about butchering cows on a small cow. We should do that. You know? I'll talk to Eric about it. I mean, it would be a lot more manageable. Yeah. You know, than a full-size cow and we could, you know, kind of see how it breaks down. I and... mean, it's not technically veal because he is eating grain, but... Um, yeah, I'll talk to Eric about it. Maybe do it. I mean, I hate to butcher in the summer, but I'm thinking when he's about a year old in a few months, you know? Yeah. Hmm. She got to hang him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can hang him here. Oh, we could do that. You can hang him here. Guess what? What? We have the pieces coming for a cooler. Yay. Yes. So, yes. So, Eric's brother is um, a grocery store manager in okay. his town, and they are replacing the coolers. Okay. And he said, what are you going to do with the old ones? And, like, to his regional people or whatever, and they said nothing. They're trash. So, he disassembled two coolers, one for him and one for us. And... Um, like, now we don't get the cooling equipment, mm-hmm. but we get the structure. Yeah. And it comes in panels. That's so, huge. So, like, we can transport it here. Yeah. That's huge. It's exciting. Yeah. So, are you going to do a cool bot? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, and then just run it when we need it. Yeah. 
That is very exciting. Yeah. That is a yeah. great addition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, walk-in cooler was a game changer for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it allowed us to do things a lot differently. Yeah. Now we have the freezer. Yeah. And I really want to cut that off because it is expensive to run. Yeah. It's very expensive to run and it's not on its own meter. So I can't like, it's not a farm taxable expense other than the square footage of that space we can call like office space. Right. But as far as a portion of the electric bill, not really. Do you claim home office on your barn? Mm-hmm. Okay. All of my barn structures. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is part of it. Yeah. So, but not the whole big garage because that goes under Eric's business for mechanicking. Yeah. So just the cooler part. Right. So anyways... All that to say, um, we have a cooler coming. That's so exciting. We have options. Yeah, I wanted to turn the freezer into just a cooler and not run a freezer that big all the time. Yeah. And um, we just haven't made any plans to make a change as of yet, so it's it's still running. It's a big freezer. Mm -hmm. It's a big freezer. It is. It It might be nicer if it was smaller. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because you're never going to fill a freezer that big. Mm -mm. No. Even when we had two whole steers butchered. Right. um, Deer meat. Right. Like 50 chickens, you know, even then. And and some um, like garden produce to freeze. It still Mm -hmm. wasn't full. Yeah. Oh, speaking of chickens, I got meat chickens. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, I got an email from um, the hatchery that we used to order from, Yeah, that we stopped ordering from. Yeah. <laughs> they sent an email saying that they counted their chicks wrong, and they had a bunch of Cornish cross left over that they needed to get rid of, and so I was like, eh, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, um, so did you get a sale price? They look great. No, oh. it was not a sale price, but you and you could only get unsexed, right. so, which normally I would want males, but yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, I got them a couple days ago and they look great. They're all doing great. So, um, yeah. Awesome. So meet chickens in about eight weeks. Nice. And on that note, we have a chicken butcher workshop coming up. Yes. Um, it's coming up soon. It is coming up soon. It's going to be April 1st. Okay. And, um, it's at my farm in Keystone Heights. So if you're local listening, I think we have one spot open left. I need to check that email. I know that there's an email and I keep forgetting to check it. But um, I think we have one spot left open, and um, it's a, a one-time reduced price. <laughs> <laughs> so um, get in if you want in. Yeah. So that's That's happening. great that it filled up. It did. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. April 1st. April 1st, yep. Because my cows do on April 2nd. And I have a plant sale two weeks before that. And also, I have a kid showing an animal in the fair, which means you live at the fair that week. I don't During know. baseball season? During baseball season. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. I don't know why our immune systems are just shot in my house right now. Right. <laughs> We're just running. We're running. Burning the candle at both ends. That's right. Yep. So... I started a ton of seeds. Um, I was saying I started some, like, funky stuff I've never done before. Uh-huh. A bunch of um, pro-cut sunflowers as a test okay. for cutting sunflowers. So they're pollenless. Uh-huh. And um, so we'll see about that. And then I'm going to succession so those all summer, though. Um, I started six kinds of basil. Mm-hmm. Excited. Nice. Tobacco. 
Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. What are you going to do with tobacco? We're going to smoke it, baby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're not. No, um, I actually had ordered tobacco seeds like two years ago because I wanted them for the purpose of making um, a pest control oh. spray. Okay. Yeah. Supposed to be great at that. They're supposed to be pest deterrents. Really? Mm-hmm. I have never heard that. Yeah, so um, I have that, and those seeds are tiny. They're like, I was going to say carrot seeds, but no, they're smaller than that. They are so tiny. Um, I couldn't even tell you what they're like. It's like a speck, a tiny speck of dirt, (laughs) so like sand. Um, That was interesting to me because those Mm -hmm. plants get big. Mm -hmm. So um, tobacco, what else did I start that was new? Um, I started some herbs. I've got like some feverfew and whorehound. I don't know if those are summertime herbs or not. You're about to find out. I'm about to find out. Yeah. There's no lesson like just getting your hands dirty and doing it. Yep. Um, chamomile, which I've grown before, but um, a lot of flowers. A lot of flowers um, for my whole front fence, which I'm... Nice. Totally stoked about because for two years I have envisioned what the front of my garden fence should look like in the height of production. And I want these flowers. Mm-hmm. And so I got all those started and that's exciting for me. Ordering compost. Yeah, I was just thinking about, um, I need to sift my compost. That's mm-hmm. my homemade compost. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sift it. I was going to say, and making compost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got to sift it. And because um, there is, you know, a few chunky things left in there still. But mm-hmm. um, I'm probably going to need more than what I made. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably pick up some compost. And I think I'm just going to go ahead and order a couple truckloads of mulch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to the bottom of our mulch pile that has taken me a year uh-huh. to hand scoop uh-huh. <laughs> and use it up. And because um, I mentioned we were like refreshing walkways between our beds. And um, in doing that, I ran out of mulch and I'm not done. So I told Eric, like, I need more mulch. He said, right. please don't order a truckload, please. <laughs> he said, or if you do, deliver it on the back side of the garden. Okay. Which I can do. I've got a gate back there too. So. Yeah. Anyway. Get yep. it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's all I can think of that's new for us, of what's going on. Yeah. That's about it for around here, too. Everything else is kind of status quo. Although we are going to continue pruning because mm-hmm. when I get back from our out-of-town trip next week, we have an appointment to get um, the great Prionese that is a pain oh. in my rear she has an appointment to get fixed. Mm. So um, I think I found a home for her, mm-hmm. but the deal was they wanted her fixed. Right. So right. Um, that appointment is on the 20th. We'll be going to get her fixed. So I think that's the same day I have my cats to get fixed. Really? I have five cats. <laughs> you need to do some cat pruning. I need to do some pruning. I'm going to get them all fixed and then try to find homes for two of them. Yeah. They're great barn cats. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no sign of rats at all. Okay. So they're doing their job. That's good. They are. Yeah. I just don't need a cat farm. No. So. <laughs> I, but I think that's the same day that my cats go. So I don't even know if they're all boys and girls because they're like, they're right. so, they're so skittish as barn kitties. Yeah. I can't, 
like really pick them up. Mm. So I'm excited to have that done and off my shoulders and yeah, maybe prune a cat or two. Yeah. So I can find some good homes for them. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps it up then. Yep. yep. So until next week. All right. Thanks y'all. Bye.